All right, we're back to Take the Leap. Thanks for tuning back into the podcast, Escaping the Matrix, and reconnecting to our inner knowing on this path to self-actualization. If this is your first time, welcome to the conversation. I'm always excited to share this space with everyone and have a moment to or a chance to host some jumping off points to consider as we live our unique experiences. If this is indeed your first episode, it's nice to meet you. My name is Shay. Um, I'm the host that's sharing this journey of transformation and discovery with everyone. We meet here twice a week on Mondays and Wednesdays to peel back new layers of the onion despite any of our smiles, tears, and perceived fears. As this series comes to a close, please feel free to join the ongoing conversation in the Facebook community. Um, We do this in real time. If you're not part of the community, fast forward to the close of this episode or just continue to listen until you arrive at the close (laughs) for the details, okay? Um, I do wanna go ahead and get into this episode as I feel like it will be a little bit of a review and I've been saying that for the last few episodes but there's nothing wrong with repetition you have to hear something at least three times they say and then they say it makes uh, it takes three weeks to make a habit so if you've been listening to all of the episodes then I hope we're moving into this uh, feeling of habitual behavior a little bit right or at least developing some type of routine Today I want to talk about resilience in times of change and uncertainty because uncertainty because we always talk about change being the only thing that is constant so it's always going to be this change management process that we're going through. Um, With the environment that we're in and the world in general, experiences are always up and down, right? Affecting us either directly, indirectly, or sometimes it seems like not at all. Um, Because I believe we're all a collective of connections, like the six degrees of separation, how we often discuss that, then any change can have a ripple effect and shake our perceived stability at any moment. Now, I just think that it has a lesser or greater impact on um, our feelings and our experiences and how we feel about the present or moving forward in the future. Now, no one really knows, despite, you know, some people who are out there, (laughs) no one really knows what tomorrow might bring or how we may react to it or if we would have to uh, make any tough decisions when that time may come and how often or whatever the frequency might be. We may feel too focused on external factors, um, but it's important to check internally as well so not just what's going on around us but what's going on inside of us what's going on with our feelings and our thoughts so how we're feeling at the core is something that should be primary as well and part of our self care self love routine Um, a solid foundation it better equips us with the endurance that we need in times of uncertainty and it's why do I keep saying that uncertainty and change so we really have no way of fully controlling outside influences and a continuous okay um, routine of resilience is really like our only way to keep going or have endurance if we're able to embody an attitude of resilience we have a better chance 
of being successful with the ups and downs. Not saying that each outcome will be as we perceived it, but we'll be able to make it through. So as a result on today's episode, we're going to review five ways to cultivate resilience in times of change and uncertainty. Of course, there's more than five ways, but these are just the five that I chose to focus on like as a quick reference go to because if you already know I said it earlier this is a jumping point so something to start you off with figuring out what resonates for me um, what's the modality that that works for me and how do I want to go deeper down this path so with that said the first thing that we're going to discuss is having small consistent action so way number one small consistent action so instead of feeling overwhelmed by the magnitude of our desired outcome we adopt the strategy with continuous improvement by focusing on small consistent actions that add up over over time Um, we want to embrace the power of consistency versus having big moves or having big gains or results Um, i've attended several free boot camps with vip ignite which is a company um, that is making headway or has made headway and become one of the top in the conversation with acting modeling and the entertainment industry all things entertainment um presentations public speaking you name it they have an expert for it right and they're amazing when it comes to techniques to transition your mindset from a fixed way of thinking to seeking opportunities and cultivating a pattern of growth. One of the key concepts that really uh, stood out to me and that I held on to was improving my results by just 1%, because it sounds so insignificant, right? One of the founders of the agency, uh, Mr. Michael Funkin, one day uh, at one of the boot camps was giving a presentation and he was explaining that just by progressing 1% each day, you know, I could guide my mind toward believing that success was possible in the entertainment industry and that it was something or a goal that was actually achievable. It was one of the times when I was really thinking about entertainment being a job, right? Not like a dream, because they say if you're dreaming, that means that you're asleep, right? A dream is something that's not achievable. But if something is a goal and it's it's a realistic goal, then there are things that actions you can perform. There are tasks that can be completed, uh, knowledge that can be gained, right? That moves you forward on that dial to realizing that goal. And so I started applying the advice to other areas in my life as well and started realizing results there too. So I'm 100% convinced that the 1% rule can be applied with anything that we're striving for. Not even just work success, but the things that we want to accomplish for our personal growth as well. And those environments and relationships that we want to cultivate and have more positive experiences in or more balance, right? So I also like the illustration of understanding that um, like with the bullet that could be headed straight forward to a critical area or an organ uh, of your body and a push or a quick response on your part can change the fate, okay, of the individual or yourself because missing an area, an organ by one degree could mean the difference between life and death. 
And so it'd be the same for our small but consistent actions. A lot of times if we're not getting big gains, then we tend to think, oh, I'm just not making any progress. Or maybe we're looking at the big gain that someone else had, again, having that comparison and just thinking, I'm never gonna get there. They keep getting gain after gain after gain. It's just going so well. And we're missing out on the opportunity to uh, take a moment and have learning points, right? And then just remain consistent. Or like it was said with um, Alicia K back is the other co-founder of VIP Ignite. And it's saying, you know, don't give up. Most of us give up right before it's the moment to have that gain, right? To, to realize that you've moved the dial forward. So even though these little things are happening, it's like, oh, this is just so minute, this is insignificant when you, when you step back and you're able to look at it as a whole and kind of um, have a summation of all the little steps, then you're able to see the gain that you thought you were looking for all alone, all along, right? So don't give up. Keep those small, consistent actions. Um, And speaking of VIP Ignite, learning from mentors, because that was one thing I really enjoyed as well. Just um, a host of individuals from different backgrounds, different professions, different experience levels, um, sharing a lot of information as well and their personal experiences. And we tend to gravitate towards mentors. They do play a a crucial role in in our development and we do gain valuable lessons from them, right? But we tend to think that a mentor can only motivate us and then we can only resonate with individuals. But there's this term, anti-mentors as well. And those experiences and individuals can challenge our beliefs and force us to confront some changes that may be needed in our lives, right? That's pushing us out of that comfort zone. And being pushed out of that comfort zone often inspires us to to ask new questions and embrace innovation and let go of outdated strategies like this is the way that I've always done it or this is the way that my family has um, always lived this is the environment and how I survive in this environment but you may be entering new territory and even if you're not entering new territory there may be different ways to navigate that territory and so some mentors can come and they're very dynamic in who they are but we may not resonate with how they do things can we open up our our thinking and see the opportunity in um, how could I benefit from this right they live differently they operate differently uh, but what, what about the aspects of their approach can be applicable or it could be something as simple as what do I want to avoid as well I noticed that I've been doing this I don't seek successful for this individual in this particular case right is it the right thing for me so again just asking those questions because when we're in our comfort zone we're not too stressed right we're kind of just chilling we're, we're experiencing what we think we're experiencing what we want right and um we can we can just kind of cruise but being out of your comfort zone can cause stress and so it's important that we learn how to release that stress how to handle that stress how to manage that stress and that's the third thing that i want to talk about so just in case we missed it the first thing is 
small consistent actions so just remaining consistent and then we want to take an opportunity to learn from mentors but also anti-mentors those individuals that we think we would not resonate with and I think right away the only thing I can think about is Trump right sometimes the presentation is just not what um, it's not it's distasteful it's hard to swallow it's hard to digest and so that's the first person I think think of coming off like that but when he's giving out uh, financial secrets is what I'm gonna call it and how to make those moves or it's not even you know what's available what opportunities are available when we're talking about managing your taxes and and maximizing the benefits of tax law then again that's something that people can benefit from whether you like the guy or you don't like the guy right so that's what I mean by anti-mentors um, so with that comes getting out of our comfort zone which can increase stress so you want to know how to release stress that's the third thing so we don't want to take ownership of stress that doesn't mean that we won't feel it though so it is crucial that we find ways to address it Um, combating stress depression anxiety and other emotional and physical issues and conditions can be managed through meditation mindful mindfulness yoga even just exercise body movement just thinking of anything that helps you relax and so it could be as universal as those things or something uh, very unique maybe cooking because the comfort of cooking with a family member or with your grandmother you know things that you guys did too maybe you crochet together so that's something that's very calming right it helps you to relax so it can be very personal in that way as well uh, you don't want to rule out reading music doing puzzles painting writing journaling there's all kinds of things and sometimes journaling can feel like a chore and so that may increase stress as well so don't use journaling if it feels just like one more thing that you have to do but it is important that you figure out uh, your best modality for releasing stress also uh, the next thing we'll talk about is focusing on the important things so well where we should direct our focus when problems come up is difficult because as problems are coming up and we're resolving them new ones are creeping in as well right just as quickly so again (laughs) it's back to that stress it could be a stressful situation but despite how things are shaping up or not Um, Focus on the experiences and where you can gain growth or contribute to your service ethic. Service can be an effective way as well in a way that um, it can serve as a distraction, right? Just really on the surface. It can take your mind off of what's going on with you and give you a break from pondering, worrying, um, and just this, this constant chipping away at the situation and feeling like you're not going anywhere. But acts of service are also pathways to renewal or a way to recharge yourself as well. Because doing things with somebody or for other people is also a way for us to be a student, okay? 
and definitely being a student on our pathway to self-improvement. It's not always about directly doing things for ourselves or to ourselves. And that's what I was talking about with the journaling, right? Sometimes that just seems like a chore. Um, So it's not always about that to ensure that we're increasing or making any type of improvement. But by embracing the change and nurturing a mindset of continuous improvement, we can create an environment that encourages um, our resilience, like it cultivates our resilience and supports our movement forward. So remember to focus on the important things and that includes our acts or service. As a matter of fact, there's a term called, um, I think it's service leadership. Yeah, Um, look up types of leaders, um, management styles, dive into that a little bit. And this may be an opportunity for you to get familiar with what type of leader you are, because you don't have to be in a CEO or supervisor position to be a leader in your life or be inspirational to other individuals. I just want to caveat and say that. And as I do that, we're just going to go ahead and move on. So our last thing, last but not least, is building connections. A strong network is imperative because a strong network of relationships, it helps us rebound from our setbacks. And it does that by helping us shift our responsibilities or manage them when they increase, okay? And as, as responsibilities increase, then the stress related to those responsibilities can increase as well. Or maybe we have new responsibilities that we're not used to managing, so that can cause an increased amount of stress. So we want to make sense of the environments that we're operating in and whatever politics, right, whatever rules of engagement uh, come with those situations. So some may refer to it as accountability, an accountability partner, or an accountability coach but we can actually connect with people in our network or professionals, seek out professionals to find that confidence that we need to push back and advocate for ourselves or self-advocate. Sometimes it's hard to see a path forward and then if we're working with someone, right, or we employ someone, a professional who's well-versed in the discipline, then it can help us kind of see that vision and see a path moving forward rather than us feeling like, okay, this is going nowhere and I want to give up. Because sometimes our pivot game needs to be on, right? Doesn't mean that um, the journey is wrong, just maybe the road that we're taking is a little bit different. Whenever we're supposed to make a left, we kept right, right? So pivot game needs is very important. And then having that network and building those connections is also an opportunity for us to receive um, support. Support so that we can release negative emotions, support so that we can uh, receive those distractions, right? And support so that we can also, people can give service to us as well. So building connections is something that's actually quite crucial. I know when we talk about self-love, there's a lot of people who talk about cutting this off or cutting that off, right? But just as much as you're cutting out, you need to be cutting in, all right? And then I know that involves a lot about being able to trust yourself and being able to be honest about who other people are as well. And I'm not gonna get into that 
in this particular episode because I do want to I want to have a short episode and just kind of like a review but definitely cutting out also means cutting in you could think of it as replacing but really you're just changing out the tools that are needed for those specific times and we're always making those adjustments always making those adjustments um if you have never joined our conversation before then it's my pleasure at this time as i promised at the beginning of the episode to mention the facebook community we continue this conversation and other conversations from other episodes sharing any thoughts about um, the topic any experiences the gains that we've had the losses that we've had and being able to be vulnerable in that space as well so you can search take the leap l-e-a-p as in paul you answer the questions to join i can't remember what they are and i don't believe there's that many but i do know there is a commitment to have some healthy conversation okay not conversation that contributes to tearing people down or chipping away at them and then understanding that people do come from different backgrounds they do live differently and while we don't have to agree with those things it doesn't mean that we need to suppress um, their ability to share them and we don't need to suppress their experiences so that's the commitment that I'm asking for in that community there's some very adult conversation so there needs to be some very adult behavior right um I'd also love to hear about just any of the techniques and how you bounce back and how you've learned to bounce back and what helped you implement those techniques as well. Because I think that sharing, like I said, we become a student when we share our stories and we see new things as well. Have you ever watched a movie before and you've seen it more than once, but each time that you look at it, you see something different. And I think that's what sharing our story does. at first, I was not, not in a place to share my story, and that was said to me, and it was shared um, before as well with VIP Ignite, and that's when I'm like, okay, all right, let's just try it, <laughs> and then there's the thing of, you know, you start sharing your story, and when you're able to stop having those tears, that's when you know that you're making those small, consistent steps, and you're growing bigger and bigger and bigger, and moving on to the next thing in your life okay that you're building upon that experience that you had rather than getting stuck in that cycle okay on the hamster wheel so definitely feel free to reach out to me um, because this is a safe space I want you to be able to be vulnerable and I want us to be able to discuss those real life experiences um I definitely want to hand over those rings now you can also message me on Facebook if you have any questions concerns or any topics that you'd like to hear discuss or get into we should be wrapping this series up um, very soon so take the leap is just a series uh, for a season okay and then like I said that's why the face community Facebook community is there to be able to continue those conversations and let that live on You can find me on Facebook, Shea Tostin, S-H-E-A, like the butter, and then T-O-S-T-O-N. And I'm only answering questions about the space, about the podcast. Um, So 
I just like you to be respectful of that. Thank you for taking the leap with me today. Definitely join us in a couple of days for another stepping stone to reconnect with self and access the knowledge we were born with to navigate our journeys to self-actualization. I'll see you at the crossroads, same time, same station. Thank you.